Hi there, this is Greg Legro. And this is Jamie Dew. Of Fully and Completely. Um, You're listening to... <laughs> Welcome to Fully and Completely, the podcast that is going to uh, take you on a journey uh, through the discography of The Tragically Hip. We're going to go in chronological order. We are going to go through Gord's solo albums. We're going to talk about pop culture and what was going on in the year of release of each album to give you kind of an idea of what was happening around the time of the music just for fun stuff to talk about too maybe some sports always some sports always because it's fun to talk about um and celebrate canada's greatest band uh and uh you know uh, to tinker with our obsessions <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little while yeah it, you know what it has it feels strange doing this monthly now i know but um, I don't know. It's, it's been it's uh, a, 2019's been a topsy turvy year. It's been an upside down year for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that's okay because here we are. Here we are. More to come. Always more to come. That's right. And that's nice. Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna do the grand bounce today. Uh, 2010. I'm excited about this. Me too. Me too. Uh, big time excited about it. Um, let's give a, a quick look at 2010 real quick here. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into it. All right. Um, but this is the, fairly recent, people. This is, yeah, I think you kind of remember. Well, yeah. it's nine years ago. You know, if you can, I don't know if you did the math, but yeah. nine. <clears throat> um, some quick sports, just in case you had forgotten. 2010 Stanley Cup Finals, uh, Chicago Blackhawks over the Philadelphia Flyers in six I, games. Frack. Yeah, I remember that goal. That was yeah, a yeah. weird goal that won that game. Yeah. Very strange Overtime, goal. yeah? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was nice for me, uh, being a Chicago native myself. Yeah, that was sort of the resurgence, right? Of it the, was, of the it Hawks. was. It was quite a thing there, yeah. Um, and I, you know, uh, as I've said before, I'm a bit of a fair weather hockey fan. And it generally needs to be the Blackhawks or the Leafs for me to truly care. Uh, well, if it's not the two of them, just it has to be a Canadian team. If it's two American teams, it's really hard for me to pay attention. Yeah, like who was in the cup final this year? I don't know. Right? <laughs> that was this year. That was a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there hasn't really been a, that's, you know, what, 90, when's the last time we won one? 94, 95, somewhere in there? 93, the Three. Canadians. Okay, cool. Les Habitons. <laughs> however you say so, But I remember pissing everyone off and, uh, in the bar I was managing at the time because we were showing the, you know, the full playoffs and I'd been not really following. And then the Blackhawks got real good. And I was like, Hey, <laughs> Jersey every night. It. And they were like, <laughs> Chicago teams. I'm like, anyway, uh, it was a good time. Uh, but that was cool. And uh, it was a great series. Um, I thought <laughs> well, the games <laughs> it were close. Went your, it went your way. It went my way. Yeah. And the games are close. And that's nice. Um, and then, uh, our, uh, our 2010, the 98th Grey Cup. 98th. 98th wow. Grey Cup. Uh, with two winning teams featured. I'm That's always, always that a- always really brings me up a little bit. Uh, it was the Montreal Alouettes, uh, 21 over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders with 18. Oh, that's a competitive game as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a close one. Low scoring, but not bad. Uh, fourth quarter was uh, solid. Uh, head, coast, uh, head coach of the Alouettes is Mark Trestman. It was oh. then uh, just a little while after this, it gets Went recruited Bears, up right? to the Bears. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. And it was a disaster. <laughs> a disaster spelled Cutler. Jay oh, Cutler. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that was a bad mix. No good. Didn't work out. He didn't last long. He had a but cannon, though. Thanks. Yeah, he really did. It's yeah. just if he just wanted to play football or something. It'd be That's great. right. Not a lot of motivation, but boy, did he have a big arm. And he holds like every single Chicago Bears passing record. 
He does? Oh, yeah. Well, we have no one. A team that's been around for a zillion the last, years. The last Pro Bowl quarterback before him, and he didn't get the Pro Bowl with the Bears, but the last Pro Tell Bowl quarterback. Loves McMahon. It was Jim McMahon. <laughs> yes. Number nine, the punky quarterback. <laughs> the punky. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. I loved him. Um, so, yeah, like in the time, in, in the span of Brett Favre's career, there was like 27 different starting quarterbacks for the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking garbage. Holy God. Yeah, it really sucked. <laughs> and Trestman couldn't change that. That's okay. Our national anthem uh, at the Grey Cup uh, for uh, that game. I thought you were going to say was, was <laughs> this song. And I was going to say it's O Canada. I was going to break into it. Uh, the Trues. Oh, cool. With the national anthem. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then our halftime show is Bachman and Turner. Oh, not the overdrive. No. Interesting. I know. Uh, I guess. Just so they could do taking care of business? Guy, yeah, I like, guess so. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Randy Bach. That's cool. sort of like, hey, listen, at least there's still names you know. They're still given a go. It's not like it was. Like, we had a couple of big ones there. Yeah. We were going through where they're really hitting for some of the younger market, this and that. This is a bit of the. Where was the Grey Cup played? Uh, Does it say that? Um, It would have been in Saskatchewan. Okay. Right? Uh, no, pardon me. It's in Edmonton. It was in Edmonton. Alberta. Oh, right, because, yeah, they do the... Mm. Yeah, they do the... Right. I just wondered if it was their <laughs> stomping grounds or something. No, no. Um, no, no. Um, then there you go. And you know, because uh, I had mentioned a little while back, I know, with our world champion Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. uh, we hadn't really hit on much Raptors stuff when we were talking about these albums, because, frankly, <laughs> not much to talk about. Nope. <laughs> for example, <laughs> 2010, notable for it being the... The start of the 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 most successful rebuild, obviously, because this is when Chris Bosh takes off. Okay, Chris Bosh goes to join LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in Miami, and we're left going, right. ah, "Jeez, we not another god dang it!" Yeah. And starting over, but we got DeRozan, so this is the start of the DeRozan era. Uh, we finished the season fourteenth in the Eastern Conference. In the Eastern Four, Conference, fourteen of fifteen. Only one uh, the team worse than us does the LeBron Jamesless Cleveland Cavaliers oh, for their first man. season. What a bummer that was! I feel bad for them. Anyway, yeah, we were twenty-two and sixty on the season. Good lord! Yeah, not great, but we climbed up because obviously nine years later we're going to win everything. And with the, some of the pieces that started to come into place here, you know, this is still uh, the Colangelo right. franchise, but still, the, the this is the beginning of. What a turn Change. his career took, too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a mastermind coming in. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, number one in the East that year was the Bulls with uh, Derek Rose. 20, 62 and 20 on the season. It was great. And I really felt like, here we go. Oh, yeah. He was a, a double freedom. double winner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, the, the Hawks and the Bulls had won. Holy jeez. Uh, it would be really nice. But no, no such luck. It was a bad <laughs> playoff. Uh, there was an injury. And then never, ever good again. <laughs> Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Yeah. Gotcha. Really, right. I think I think it's this season. It must have been. It was 62 and 20. Um, yeah. He did, in garbage time. Just, you know, terrible injury. Damn. Fucks up the entire next season. And he's never the same again. Whew. Youngest MVP in NBA history. Yay! <laughs> but someday the Bulls will be good again. But I don't care because the Raptors are the champs right now. And uh, you can't beat that. Um, so let's talk about music in 2010. Uh, we are long past uh, a dominant scene. Everything is everything now. There's no more. I mean, you might have something that's really hit it. A band or an artist might blow up a little bit. But as far as like 
this is the sound of 2010. Sure. Yeah. Like that's that's over. It's done because uh, every it's just so many different styles going on. Um, like just the top. So when I just I'm not doing anything in particular here. I just googled 2010 album just to get an idea. The top three images that come up. Uh, not necessarily the top three in ranking, but just the, the first ones I see. The Suburbs by Arcade Fire, which is okay. an amazing album. Really Great Canadian album. album. Yep. Oh, my God. Won all kinds of awards. It was yep. spectacular. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye West. Um, I'm not I'm I, not familiar enough to talk about sure. it. Sure. Like, I, mean, I, I listen to it. I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. I'm not going to listen to it again. But it's not, it's not one of the... The big no. two, right? Well, that's well. That is actually one of his more celebrated works. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you've also got uh, "This Is Happening" LCD Sound System. What an amazing group! Uh, I mean, like just, again, Snake uh, Eyes for me, dude. Uh, it's like Talking Heads for uh, this generation. Wow. Oh yeah, that's a it's super funky, but really thoughtful and really amazing, really catchy and weird. And, um, yeah, and you had a solo album from uh, from Big Boy that's actually dynamite. Uh, bizarre artist out of california called ariel pink like the the the, the underground is poking its head up in weird ways or strange albums are hitting big more you know, plastic beach by gorillas which was great uh swim uh by caribou great canadian album really bizarre is a change of pace for caribou which had been more indie rock and this started to, to deal with her uh, to, to explore some house music and some other stuff cool. like that but still with like a live feel like just dynamite just a great album huh. um uh, How I Got Over by The Roots is a terrific album. Brothers by Black Keys, a huge record, huge record. But as you can see, like this is a lot of different genres happening here. And again, uh, this is really, I feel like this is the uh, you know the end of indie pop is coming. But we're getting we're getting like the the weirdos are poking their head up. Coachella was you know still guitar based in this time period I was at that Coachella in 2010 it was a very good time that was a pavement one wasn't it it was yeah, yeah I saw pavement Faith No More Gil oh, Scott Heron uh, De La Soul Baroness Dillinger Escape Plan uh, geez who else it was a it was madness it was amazing I saw Beaches um, Devo was bananas I was so tired <laughs> I've been up all day watching all these bands and, and then like hot. D and so hot <laughs> and Devo is on last on the second day. And normally at these big festivals, bands only play for like 40 minutes to an hour kind of thing to fit. But Devo's last. So there's no like cap and you're out in the middle of nowhere. So there's no like neighbors going, turn it off. And, <laughs> uh, so Devo played for like over two hours. Oh my and god! And did like I don't know, seven costume changes. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> it was so good. My legs were dying. I'm like, I can't leave. It's so good. Woo! Josh Freeze, a drums man alive, amazing. So, um, yeah, it is a free for all time. Your transference by Spoon. What a great album. They were there that's too. A, that's yeah. They were at Coachella that year too, and that Gil Scott Heron from that album, uh, that that year, that album from that year, I'm New Here's the final album he put out before dying because he died like six or eight months after Coachella. Was, you know, I'm very glad I caught his set. I watched the he was out there so like an outdoor stage, no backdrop to him. He's just on the stage, and we watched the desert sun go down behind him oh, during his so set. So cool, it was just incredible. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I mean anything goes in 2010. You know, there's no no specific sound anymore and that's great that's a good thing too uh if you're exploring new music you know there's a lot of things you can dip your fingers into um we're coming off of two very divisive uh tragically hip albums <laughs> that's right what an exhausting little stress the last two episodes stressful 
They really, yeah, they really were. Like you, uh, you're, you know, um, because I like, I think I like World Contender a little bit more than most people do, and uh, there's some very uh, call to arms defenders of uh, we are the same, which I like. I want to clarify that I quite like a lot, but it was just lower for me. <clears throat> but people really go to bat for that album, and I completely get why because it's a great record. If for whatever reason, those two Bob Rock records are inexorably linked, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess because they're both Bob Rock. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think you have to sort of pick a favorite and uh, I'm with you. World, yeah. world container. Yeah. I like slightly better. Yeah. Um, and well, they're, they're linked also for the two that sound the most outside of the band. Fair you enough. Know? In different, yeah. in entirely different ways. Uh, we talked quite a bit about the production, uh, last episode with, the. Uh, we are the same, but uh, you know it, it's, it plays a major factor in how an album turns out. So here we are now, and you, if you were a, a hip fan feeling confused, lost, last two albums, what's going on with my favorite band? That's right. <laughs> um, for me, the Grand Bounce Landing was just fantastic. I was. Just, Do you remember it coming out? Oh yeah, well, East Wind was the leadoff single, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was managing this uh, music venue uh, bar at the time, and you know it's a time period where like it's a, a lot of punk stuff and indie pop and this and that and like everyone's a little bit too school for uh, too cool for school with the hip like you know uh, they weren't um, they weren't the coolest band in the world anymore. That's so. right. Oh. A lot of, you know, people like kind of oh, no, that's you know I like the new stuff, and uh, so but people who weren't really into them were like, well, that song's good though, East Wind. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it's a good track. It really it, catches people. Yeah. So I, for me, this was just the, the palate cleanser I needed after a confusing little two album run that great that I liked a lot of. But this is for me, this was like, I know it's Gord on his own and it's not with the rest of the boys, but it really felt like the warm production was like, it sounded right. It felt good. It cooks the whole way through. This is the sound. So <clears throat> for those of you out there that, you know, didn't necessarily um, fully agree with our take on we are the same to me. And I think this is where you're going to yeah. the sound, the feel, the texture, the production of this record, the feel of it. If it had been, we are the same, mm-hmm. the, you know oh, what I mean? Like if it, yeah. if, if, if it yeah. had been layered in that way, recorded like Stark, like hen house or, um, yeah, you know, like something oh, yeah. like that, it it would have went up notches to me, like, absolutely, like huge, absolutely. So um, there you go. That's that's my my piece on this. Yeah, I think um, production wise, I don't know a great deal about um, Chris Walla. Yeah, yeah, Walla. I mean, I know he was in Death Cab, Death for, Cab Cutie. for Cutie, yeah, yeah. songwriter, guitarist for yeah, Death Cab. Yeah. Um, but I don't know about his production. Right. No, I didn't know a lot about it either. And I mean, Death Cab is uh, hugely instrumental in the explosion of indie rock. Yeah, indie absolutely. Pop, you know? Yep. Um, <clears throat> and Gord sought him out. They'd met, uh, I guess, at some event or something like that. And Gord just decided to call him one day. And he's like, I think we're going to make a record together. Wow. Yeah. That's very cool. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, of course. Called him out of the blue. He's like, I had this, uh, I have this feeling we're going to make an album. And Chris Wallace is like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think we are. (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, it's fine production. I'm curious now to hear uh, some other stuff you might have worked on because it's a beautifully recorded album. Um, yeah, the grand bounce. Yeah, uh, you got anything before we get into track for track? You got anything you want to? Uh... No, I just wanted to talk about you know Walla, and we did, and yeah, okay. uh, American musician, producer, and oh, there you go, film music composer as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. So Good for him. That is cool. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into let's okay. let's. Uh, well, yeah, it, yeah. The band, uh, it's the Country of Miracles, uh, his, his standard. Uh, this is who's been playing with him. Yeah. For the last two records. Yes. Uh, ostensibly, right? There's yeah. there's some minor changes, but it's um, oh my gosh. Uh, you got Dave Clark on drums, Dale Morningstar lead guitar, Josh Finlayson on bass guitar, and yes. Julie Doyron on. Uh, Guitar and bass and some vocals, of course. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good band, and they get him. <laughs> they really do. It's a really good energy. Um, so yeah, so here we are. Uh, track one, the East Wind, is a fine uh, album opener. <laughs> I was surprised this album wasn't bigger, honestly, because of this being the lead-off single, because it's so good, and because it's honestly so hip. Like it's a, it could easily be a hip song. If you hear this on the radio, you're like, ah, what hip record is this from? Totally. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. And this is the biggest, most. I don't know. This, this is the least. Um, what's the word I want? Uh, Coke Machine Glow is a very, let's say, artsy album. Yeah, and I then, think so. Uh, um, Battle of the Nudes is kind of a ramshackle, scrappy, rocky, punky. I think so. Thing going on there, yep. and this one is just a polished, straightforward rock and roll record. 
this is the the all music review of this record mm-hmm. is basically like it's they don't they don't want to go far and say it's a perfect record mm-hmm. but th- they basically say the components of it mm-hmm. are perfect you yeah. know like it's like there's not a song that you you skip mm-hmm. there's nothing that you um you know want to move past yeah it's just from beginning to end it's it's fucking rock solid yeah this is um the hip at their you know like the hip at their prime yeah yeah this is a big uh and I love all of his solo work, but this was like, I, mean, I guess because it's great because there's so many different shades to it. So this was just like, wow, holy crap. It's <laughs> uh, uh, quite an album going on here. Um, so the East wind track one. Hello again, my friends. Um, yeah. I, I love this tune. I I feel like I'm going to probably get a speeding ticket because of this song eventually. Because uh, when it kicks, finally kicks in. Because you get a whole verse and a whole chorus. Yes. Muting yes. down, keeping yep. it, holding the whole thing back. And then the one, two, three, four. And boom, they just full punch band. it. It's so big. Yeah. Just speed. <laughs> it's like driving in my hometown right before I get, you know, on the cutoff for the highway. Like yeah. that's sort of what it's oh, like. Yeah. It's like I'm driving in my hometown. I'm driving my hometown. And then there's the highway. I'm on the, I'm on the off ramp. And now I'm on the highway and I'm mm-hmm. just going to, you know, just push it to the floor. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful, um, song. And it's so that lyric, that, that one lyric that, that jumps out at me mm-hmm. and I'm sure everybody else, um, attributing laziness to the wind yeah, because it doesn't go around you. Mm-hmm. It goes through you. Yeah. <laughs> is such a great like when i had the aha moment that that made you know it, it was lazy because it was going around um it, because it was going through you yeah, I, yeah. I could just picture those to move. crazy winter days <laughs> and uh oh man it, it, it was a, a great feeling to um <laughs> i'm all over the place here <laughs> yeah um the thing that i think is really cool is i went to gordani.com yeah. And all the songs from this record have the lyrics listed right. in like a paragraph form. Okay. Like no breakdown, no real Some punctuation or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a blob. And right. except for this song, uh-huh. this song, it just has that lyric. It has um, like the East wind, the laziest wind. It doesn't go around you. It goes through you. And it just says attributed to Todd Barley, Todd Burley. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no hint as to who Todd Burley is. Mm-hmm. So if you got a beat on this out there, <laughs> look, uh, let us know. I, I don't know. I did a Google search. I, I yeah. did as much sort of legwork as I could do. And yeah, there's a bunch of stuff because, well, you know, there isn't as much written literature about Gord solo stuff right. as there is the hips. So a lot of these like things that are just just nods to his friends or. A small little thing. It's next to impossible to find a source for them. So it's really, it's even more cryptic, but which is fun. It is. And it feels extra personal, like someone's telling you a a personal story. Um, I I love, I love the language of this song. I I love the the second verse that night is like a room. It makes the little things in your head too important. That's a, 
terrific line. Just absolutely terrific. Um, there's a lot I found with this album. There's a couple of things that have sort of recurring vibes and uh, looking to the nighttime or uh, your emotions and how they changed based from day to night is something that I, I find kind of pops its head up in this album a little bit. And I like that idea there in this in the line here. Um, something that's jumping out at me right now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, is the fact that uh, it makes the little things in your head too important. Yeah. Two is two o o. So it's oh, interesting. The things yeah. in your head too. Yeah. Important. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of strange, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't it be too important? Like, too important is typically t o. Yeah. If I'm saying something is too important. Like. No. It, is, is it always 2 0? Yes, definitely. 2 0? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for here? Yes. <laughs> All right, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I'm love, rusty, guys. I'm rusty. Okay. I love the notion of that. The, uh, I don't know. Night is like a room. I just, uh, I, th- I think about being young and w- the, the electricity of nighttime, you know, and how fucking huge that was. If you had nighttime that was your own when you were young, uh, everything was elevated. Everything is escalated and incredibly important. Um, I love that. I love that. Um, and that, yes, and sitting in your room with nothing else to do, everything that's in your head is also overly important and will keep you awake all night. Um, yeah, there's a couple of themes. I find this is like this album and this song is a, like super uplifting. Like I feel great when I listen to it. But oh. A lot of these lyrics, I'm like, there's some there's some stuff going on in here that's not so happy. Um, and this there is this sense of um, exuberance, and I like I, this is a great cottage album, big time. But it's got this there's this sorrowfulness that kind of cascades through this whole thing. And what there's a lot of looking backward. I find I feel like uh, like it, the whole album is someone sitting on a, a deck, uh, you know, uh, overlooking a, a lake in Ontario, just uh, uh, you know, reminiscing. See now, funny. I have a similar similar vibe to you. Mm-hmm. That there's the reminiscent piece, mm-hmm. but I picture this. This record is very, very seasonal. Yeah, and it focuses a lot on the winter season it and does. the harshness yeah. of a, like a Canadian winter in Ooh, yeah. in Kingston. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. or in in a, a remote. Not to say that Kingston is remote, but like, a, you know, a, like my hometown. I picture just the grayness and how penetrating and awful winter can be mm-hmm. and uh you know just gray and stark and dreary and 100%. all these things and it's it's layered through this record but it's such a warm album it is, <laughs> it is. it's uh, it's great it's a nice touch yeah um of course you know like a lot of this uh, it was an album that i didn't really even try to dissect lyrics for years because i just like i loved the feeling of it like, i'm good I'm yeah a good time and then you just like start catching things like did he just say, I do not love you? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, then. Um, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a it's as good an album opener as you can ask for. It's a dynamite for a single. Um, I adore this song. Just adore it. Um, yeah, the East Wind. Right through you. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, one, it's wonderful. The, the, the message in, no, I do not love you, I hate the word. Mm-hmm. The, the private tyranny inside a public sound. Mm-hmm. It's just so, uh, 
I think that's just a wonderful sentiment that like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, I love you. I'm, I love you. Like I feel it's mm-hmm. a feeling. It's not a word. Yeah. I hate that word. Yeah. Um, yeah, this yeah. is, a. Uh, how did this song not, uh, capture the imagination of everybody? I, 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 I don't know. I mean, and it did well, uh, absolutely. But it, I feel like, did it have a music video, music video, man? Not that I can recall. No, no, no. But this is, you know, kind of the time period where music video goes. Bye bye. Yeah, that's right. People still to, make them, but it's like you watch them on YouTube. You have to find it because yeah, MTV sure. and much music was just game shows now. Yeah, music videos in 2010, not really, not something that was on my radar anymore. No, unless it was something like really weird, and someone was like, "Hey, look at this," you know, right? Like, um, like a, you know, a, I'm the, trying to think of that band that did all the funky videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not on. Maybe I'm not on board. The the indie band that did like the fucking crazy YouTube. They were oh, made yeah. for YouTube. Okay, go. Okay, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That's, yeah, for sure. Something yeah. like that with all the uh, the treadmills and stuff, or you'd or watch so, or something like crazy. You know, like a the more like disturbing, like a the video for plaster casts of everything by liars. It's very like <laughs> I don't know this, so it's worth a look. Or uh, uh, I'm just trying to think of around that time period. What videos kind of stuck out to me? Um, there's a song called My People. By, uh, oh, what are they called? Damn it. It's a great video. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still thinking of plaster casts of everything. Yeah, plaster casts of everything by liars. That is seriously worth your time. It is, hey, but it's a a disturbing video. Um, I'm looking this up. I gotta know. I can't, because I can't think. Craig looking it up on his new phone. Presets. I knew it was with a P. Yeah. The, my people, my presets. It's trippy. It's a good All time. Right. Yeah, yeah. I remember us watching that a bunch with uh, too many drinks. This is late night viewing tonight. Yeah, that's what we do. We get drunk, and then eventually people start playing music videos. That's what it. That's what it became. That's what parties yeah. became. Isn't that yeah, weird? It, it, it was, was like, weird. I, listen, I enjoyed it very much, though. Like this viral <laughs> thing that I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like the Bird and the Bee video that Tim and Eric did. Uh, nope. A, uh, oh no. No. It's super weird. It's like I'm a. Uh, What's Tim and Eric? Uh, what? Well, it's Tim and Eric. It is Tim so and Eric, yeah. <laughs> and the bird and the bee are this like uh, wonderful, adorable band. It's a strange like singing. Guy. Anyway, look up the bird and the bee, Tim and Eric. That's a nice video. <laughs> Got some homework, people. Yeah, things to do. Moon over Glenora. <laughs> Couple 
arguing. <laughs> yes. And ostensibly, this song is just a ferry ride. It is. It's a ferry ride from Glenora, which yes. is in the Prince Edward County. Yep. Up there in the PEC. Um, <laughs> um, it's. Uh, I, I think I read that it is the most, the westernmost terminus oh. of the uh, Glen, um, the Glenora fam, uh, ferry. Right. So you okay. take that and ride it across. To <laughs> I didn't read where the easternmost terminus is, but <laughs> but it, that's where you would ride to. Yeah. And. Um, it, it, you know, you're driving a car onto this ferry. Yeah. And you get out of the car to sort of like look over the thing. And you're talking with your partner the whole time mm-hmm. that you're that you're doing this. And this song is that conversation. Yeah. And it's devastating. Yeah. I love this song. It's great. It's And it's this song is it's cold. The content of this yes. song is very cold again. But man, is this a warm, good feedback song oh, the, about. Yeah. The the vocal har- the vocal harmonies with um oh yeah Dorian Dor- Dorian Dorian uh, Jul- Julie Dorian yeah Dor- Dorian yeah <laughs> one of them God we're yeah. experts I know I know <laughs> uh but there's yeah it's such a because their voices are so beautiful together and it's just like it's peppy's a dumb word but it's a peppy upbeat and <laughs> uh, and a great hook and but the hook is the you know that there's an aloneness as dead as dead as that ocean is dead that is fucking <laughs> right. dark that is yeah <laughs> ooh and that i mean yeah I, I, well that that feeling when the aloneness that you feel when you're having a a, a shitty fight with the person that's the closest in the world to you, you know, and you feel lost in the, in the fight or why you're doing it. Yeah. You know, uh, and there's this, this silly emptiness that just flows with it. And it is total aloneness. Uh, it's aloneness while you're with someone. (laughs) So that's nice. It's the best kind of aloneness. And that's, and that's that's what it is. And it's, it's, uh, and the illustration of the dumb argument is, is the wolf thing. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the that's dumbest the, thing in the that's world. That's the dumbest yeah. thing to argue about. Well, I'd yeah. rather floss his teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'd rather dress him. Right. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and those, you're right. Those are the, that, that's, wow, you just, yeah, you just cracked this wide open for me. Yeah. It's, um, uh, yeah, it's it's a gut punch of the song. Yeah, it really is. Man, is it, I love this song so much. It almost reminds me a, a little bit. Like um, the, the the dichotomy between the lyric and the music is almost like Pascal Submarine, you know, because it's sure. like upbeat oh, and yeah, it's like yeah. you're this like, well, this is you know, definitely you're singing along and you're were like, there other singles? I don't even know. This should have been one if it wasn't, but because boy, boy, is it hooky as all hell, and it just stays in my head. It just uh, what a great melody. I don't know if there's other singles, but you'll look it up later. Yeah, yeah, who knows. I'll no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Well, nothing that really stood. Mm, ah, now my brain's starting to tell me there was. <laughs> I shouldn't listen to the brain. Um, yeah, I uh, the momentum immediately on this album is uh, huge. I feel that this song is a big enough song that if you have one of those um, tragically hit bucket lists, yeah. That maybe taking a ferry ride on this ferry 
should be added to that oh, list of things shit, to do. Dude. Yes. Wouldn't that kind of be fun? Yes. You know? Just that to, is very good. Just when you're in Kingston or when you're in that, that region. Yep. Um, just something else that you can that you can do that you can say, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. So then we move on. Move on from there. We move indeed. This song starts out so low key, and then that organ comes in, yeah. and that is just yeah. fucking oh, yeah. glorious. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I went for a walk and said to myself as it as it kicked in, like this is so beautiful. Like yeah. I'd be saying it out loud, yeah. like on my walk, and uh, it's so nice. Yeah. It's um, a very subtle tune, too. Really hypnotic. Yeah, it's just, it never, you know, it, the, the, the the peaks never crest. You know, it just rising feeling that just maintains the whole way through well I wonder if that's oh, man this is this is attributing a lot here but I wonder if that's on purpose because oh, to, sure. to me as a, as a mover is this is a road song right yeah oh yeah this is life on the road and life yeah. is life on the road is is permanent yeah you know um, yeah. especially if you know Gordon is the lead singer of the biggest band in Canada at the, at the time even though they're not getting as much love as they were getting but when he does this, you know, his side project, mm-hmm. he goes to playing smaller theaters. He played like a, you know, a 300 seat theater in where my sister lives, for right. example, in Mission, B.C. Yeah. The tragic they would never play in Mission, B.C. Oh, no. They would play in Vancouver, Victoria or something like that. Um, so it's almost like that. Uh, it's almost like um, the good news is you can get smaller. The bad news is you can get smaller than that. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. so he's living that life. Yeah. Um, in the band, you know, when he plays in Canada versus America, but even as a person, when he's in the Tragically Hip, and then when he's in Gordania in the Country of Miracles, he's experiencing that same sort of oh, idea. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, oh, that's you totally know, it, man. That's that line. That's you know, that's it, right? Tragically Hip is huge, but then they go to the states and they're smaller. The good news is you can be smaller, but the good news is you can be smaller than that. You can go solo. <laughs> that's right. And, you know, and uh, that's play Moncton. Right. <laughs> oh Wild. man. Yeah. So yeah. that's a, this song is you know like uh, uh, on first glance of the lyrics you might be thinking this is uh, a little bit more nefarious. Oh baby, how about a kiss? You yeah. said okay, okay but I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, you could read that in a in a very nefarious sure. kind of way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. really, it's to me, it's I don't want you to go. I, I don't want to kiss goodbye right now. I don't want you to go. But you're a mover. You know, um, and you're going to, you're going to keep on going. The kids want to be with you all the time, but they can't. Yeah. 
You're just uh, yeah. getting in a van and yeah. playing music. And you miss things when you do that. Things are, they disappear. And I love that line is devastating. The, oh, everything is leaving. It seems there's wings on, wings on everything. Yes. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah, you, your dreams sprout wings and fly away, my friend. And again, there's winter in this song again with um, watching a dead leaf etching on the snow. The slow gesture. Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a dynamite little tune. It gives you a little, like, uh, <clears throat> brace from the pace a bit, because then we roll into the dance and it's a disappearance, and that's a, it's a big song. the CD, but with the digital, you get the acoustic version of this at the end. Oh, bonus track. that's great. No, great. Um, I prefer the full band. Yeah, well, because there's a nice dynamic when the band ass. kicks in, oh, right? Yeah, it's very big. Uh, ballroom blue, a glint of ballroom blue, and mm-hmm. with ballroom blue, we go and play with a nice dynamic there. Mm-hmm. You know, starting a little slower and and getting into something bigger and you know like you said um more bangery i suppose yeah 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 there's all i I like the the textures that are presented from this this song they there's a lot of just phrases that hang out with you you know the in the air a taste of mint that made me immediately think of um titanic terrarium it made me think of there's a, a waft of mint there's yeah. a trace of mint wafting in from the north, mm-hmm. so we don't fuck with the 401. For for whatever reason, you know, the taste of mint in the air made mm-hmm. me think of that as well. So I don't know if that's a pot reference or mm-hmm. if that's a... Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. It's this whole, that whole, this whole little verse here has just got great things in it. And great lines that stick with you, but his unique cadence and where he <laughs> emphasizes things because I love the uh, orangey glows and Sudbury yellows. That's, fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that deeply. <laughs> uh, so who is the dance? We are the dance and its disappearance. Uh, is this another band song? 
is this is this who we are? Is it the dance and its disappearance? No, um, I think it's. I feel like it's. I don't want to go too fucking heavy or not heavy, but just I don't want to dig too deep into this. But I feel like it's the it's youth ending. Oh, you know, wow. it's them together, and they they have these these beautiful moments and this you know these vibrant colors and tastes and smells and it's just the two of them you know they're the dance and it's then that that can't maintain though and it's and but it, that's the good of it too because it has to change and end and disappear into something else right i, I just feel like it's a i don't know I, it was, it, when you get to the end there you know our, our beautiful do i've been thinking about you it's yeah dance and it's disappearance you know it's that it's that moment your 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 peak youth time with someone that's your your partner you know in whatever way maybe it's your best friend who knows uh i like that yeah i like that idea so much color in this song there's so many colors you know slightest streak of blood orange like a drop of blood to the rustic door hinge that's so much color going on a lot of color on this album in general um, he's just such a good. He was in a. He was in a very. Yeah, there's a. There's a lot of. I, again, I feel the looking backward. I feel like the, you know, uh, uh, reflecting upon one's life. You know, and, and moments. These these key moments. Which why why I picture myself sitting, looking at the lake, going, oh, geez. yeah, <laughs> or somewhere. You know, thinking about how cold it was. I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, but, that yeah. leads in nicely to the next song. Yeah. The Hard Canadian. Yeah, Hard Canadian. The Hard Canadian don't have much to say But he hurts your feelings that I wrote down for the song. I'll just yeah. let you read it. Uh-huh. Relic. Did you ever watch the beach combers? <laughs> to me, that's who I picture when I sing, when yeah, I, when man. I hear this song, I just picture relic. I picture 100%. That's the personification of this yeah. character in yeah, this yeah. song. If oh, they yeah. had made a video for it, you know, this is, yeah, this is a picture of not a pleasant person, uh, but someone we've, I've met. Oh, over and over in my life. Of course. Yeah. Yes. The, 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 the perpetually unimpressed. That's right. The, you know, uh, this the, the person you can't get through through because through through, they don't want to be gotten to, you know, and they just have this hard stance on everything and all of it's usually garbage. They don't really care about, oh, you know, man. nothing makes them happy. 
Everyone hurt your knows. Fe- he hurts your feelings almost every single day. Oh, I feel it, man. <laughs> you know it. Uh, and this isn't a Canadian symptom. There's a hard American and a hard sure everything you got. There's a hard Greek out there. There's a hard Italian. All of it. It's there's there's you know that person. The hard Canadian doesn't care what you do. The hardened Canadian. The hard Canadian doesn't give a damn about you. What's a windswept face? The elusive presence of the sun to the hard Canadian. The elusive uh, presence of the sun. Yeah. So it's they're pasty and pale, and <laughs> picking at his tongue at one point, right? Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. says that yeah. he's, you know, he takes yeah. a puff of nothing and picks at his tongue. He is the hard Canadian. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever watch Sesame Street as a child? Sure. There was this song. Suddenly I became, it was this song. Suddenly I became from yeah. like Brooklyn. Let me tell you about this song again <laughs> in the Sesame Street there. So there was a song in Sesame Street about a working dog, and it was like, I'm a dog, I'm a working dog, I'm a hard-working dog. And it's just this dog running around, and it's just that song, just that lyric repeats over and over and over again. And then it blacks out, and it comes back up with a picture of the dog, and it's like, there's a man standing there, and the man goes, that's a hard-working dog. (laughs) For whatever reason, every single fucking time I heard this song, I could just picture at the end, there needed to be a pause when it it ends, and then somebody's just like, that's a hard Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) That is a hard Canadian. Gord, you fucking nailed it. You nailed this person that we've all seen, we've all met. We've sat at a bar with them. Yeah, whether he's just mean or willfully dense. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. Damn. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, this right is a, a highlight of the... Uh, this is one of those records that I think we're going to glow about every song. But this is a, a, a highlight for me. The Hard Canadian is yeah. a highlight. And that and that bridge, the uh, his braiding hard, Grim Thorny was saying, it was where that lean, mean or willfully dense line comes in. That bridge is huge. I love it. I live for it. That's all. Oh. Might, might be the, the single best moment of the album is the bridge in this song. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite song on the album, but that's maybe the, the, the Music, Musically. Yeah, it just cr- it crushes me. I love his voice on it. It's just amazing. It just soars. It just soars. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah, the hard Canadian. Good golly. Just nailed it. <clears throat> and then, uh, hey, do you like to get sad?
another one that if you're not paying attention to the lyrics, doesn't necessarily feel like anything too terrible is going on. It's got a, a nice energy to it. It's not super slow or anything like that. It's a good, good groove going on. But then you uh, <clears throat> check out the lyrics, and yeah, there's some, uh, some sad things happening here. What do you think? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm thinking right off the bat, I'm thinking structurally how strange this song is, because when you look at the lyric, mm-hmm. um, the first verse is basically like two, three quarters of the song. And then you get, you get the, the chorus and then mm-hmm. you wrap up with, um, you know, sort of that, that last two stanzas or whatever. Right. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, you go gone like the pink star up there in the sky. Um, but then uh, the second verse is come on, come on. Uh, pardon me. Uh, I'm going to wake up where I was in your lawn. Yeah. And that's, like this song happens in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And again, I don't know if that's on purpose. I have to think it is that they constructed this song to, to, you know, sort of emulate the night. Well, um, and here we are with night again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're here with night again and more, uh, more focus on the cold. Uh, as the wind inclines, the waves hit your dock. My scarf is flapping something wicked like it's trying to talk. Oh, what a so good. fucking line. Get out of town. Right. My scarf is flapping wicked like it's trying to talk. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and you're gone. If you're not in her heart, you're gone. Yeah. This is this is a, another... And that's uh, the end of the night. Yeah, I love that. It's the end of the night. Dawn. I would love to know where his head is at. Dawn, there mm-hmm. we are. Am I in your heart or gone? That's uh. and that ties back to what you're saying earlier. Where if you're not, if if the person's not in your heart, they're gone. Yeah. So at the end, he's the protagonist is you know, mm. I don't know if they're just screaming it to the dawn. Like, are they yeah. screaming it to the dawn, or do they have the courage to ask? I don't. Uh, I guess they do. Yeah. yeah. It's a. Uh, this is a uh, beautiful. <laughs> It is. Oh, and, and, and melodic, uh, it soars. Um, yeah, it really is. Um, and then we get into some dark stuff, uh, with the drowning machine. Yeah. The drowning machine. drowning machine oh yeah okay uh it has killed 14 people in the past few decades and goes by the ominous name the drowning machine there's signs that say that on it uh it's a churning water that spills through the weir at the bow river in calgary uh it's deceptively dangerous because it, it looks calm on the surface but there's the way the, the water runs through the weir there is a 
devastating undercurrent. Really? That will drag you the fuck down and drown. And it's called? It's the drowning machine. I did not know that. Totally. Then it's like, this is, and it's like an observation of the drowning machine doing it. So he's the deck, you are the sea. Uh, watching it. I'm the lights on the water, and you are moving underneath me, underneath me. Like watching this turmoil, this 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 hidden monster below, you know. But obviously, you can apply, you can apply it to metaphorically to anything you want in your, your life, or your relationship, sure. or whatever. It's just you know, um, I don't know what I'm looking at. Don't even know what's happening underneath me. You know that sort of maybe that's your willfully dense. <laughs> huh. uh, yeah, and just the the you know then when you realize how many people have died in that. Uh, they curse your name. They whisper, please, please, please. They're yelling at your waves. Stop crashing. Just please bring her home to me. Uh, that's fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> People can be so mean. They call you the drowning machine. This song, to, to, to take a hard left from what you're saying, mm-hmm. this song rocks. Oh, my <laughs> God, does it ever. This like, is... Like, I'm going to make it sound as dumb as possible. This song just fucking (laughs) rocks. It fucking does. Because it's big and it's muscular and it's really fucking happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to ruin a moment like this. Oh, good Lord. Um, I'm the entertainment. You are the sea. I am the survivor. You didn't even notice me. That's great underneath. (laughs) Underneath. That's, That's great. So somebody who survived, they didn't survive because... Of anything that they did, they survived merely because the drowning machine didn't notice them. Mm-hmm. Damn, right? That is fierce. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, this is a uh, a barn burner, though. This was a high contender for you know maybe best track on the album. So it's just it's really happening. It's yeah. hooky as all hell. It just stays in your head. I'll probably get a speeding ticket because of that song too someday. <laughs> we'll see what happens. This Knock is on wood. Heads up, everyone! If you're listening to this record, please. <laughs> Don't speed. Don't speed. You'll get there. You'll get You'll there eventually. Get there. It's going to be fine. You've got great music to listen to on the way. That's right. Including the next track. Yes. Muskoka chair. I was just gonna say Muskoka chair. Uh, yeah. This is a Muskoka chair song yeah, after yeah. after that uh, campfire 
Yep. Oh, yeah. Bong hit that you took or oh, whatever. Yeah. Johnny you Cash know? and hot knife to the hash. Gee Did you ever whiz. do hot knives when you're a teenager? No, but I have a funny story about it. Sure. I learned about hot knives because a friend of mine showed up at um, school one day with burnt lips. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the person who had been holding the knives for him yeah. Um, yeah. let it no, slip and just happened. burned the shit out of him. <laughs> And he had to explain to yeah. me what hot knives were. And right. I was like, oh, yeah. it sounded I, <clears throat> so dangerous to yeah. me. Yeah. It, well, it product. looks like, as far as the ways of smoking dope when you're a teenager, and, you know, for me in the 90s, there was no trashier or junkier looking <laughs> way to smoke anything than doing hot knives. Just, <laughs> you know, people like, come over afterwards and you got these blotches all over your knives as well like i, I would go to people's yeah, houses yeah, yeah, and you like, just know i know it's up here <laughs> yeah totally. and it's just like and doing it too just like, <laughs> over there if you don't know what a hot knife is you'll take a little ball of hash and you, you, you literally make butter knives hot by sticking them on an element and stove and then you press the piece of hash in between the two hot tips that's right smolders it and the smoke comes mm-hmm. up and fucking there you go it sounds very junky it, it has a super junky vibe. Yeah, well, for yeah. me the because uh, uh, I, I did it once I'm like this is stupid and then I went to a party um, when I was like 17 or something like that or 18 and uh, I kind of knew some people who were like a little bit cooler and older than me and so I went to like a little bit older party it was in like a trashy but like, gross apartment and I went into the kitchen, and there were some really trashy, gross people, and they're just huddled around the stove, not talking. They didn't even acknowledge me when I walked in to put my beer in the fridge, just doing hot knives, <laughs> like, like furiously. And I was like, oh, yeah, I stayed away I don't from think hash for me. I stayed away from hash for that well, reason because it was like a, bottle tokes exactly. as well. BTs, like... what a fucking disaster that is. I think BTs are going away because nobody smokes cigarettes anymore. What are you gonna do? Yeah. You, well, because you have to you, first, you got to drop your penny in the beer bottle and ding, That's ding, right. ding, pow until it flies out, and then not cut yourself while you hold your smoke in there. <laughs> and then, but it, it got better when water bottles are everywhere. Then you burn a hole inside burn the a hole. water bottle. Yeah, That's right. Uh, with your with your smoke. And then uh, the, the best way to do it is I because it was horrible, right? This huge waft of cigarette smoke just to get this one token. Well, and hash. later on, plastic. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> it was plastic. If you don't know what a BT is, you take your cigarette. It's a weird part of the show. <laughs> this is Greg's drug corner. Your cigarette's burning. You put your little, uh, you know, beta hash on the on the cherry of the cigarette. You put it inside the hole you've made inside the bottle, and you hold it there until it fills the bottle with smoke, and then you take the cap off, and wham! That's and it's, you cough, and it's horrible. And I was a smoker, and I still was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> but if you, uh, you put, uh, what you do is you make the hole, if you still do this, if you're doing this at home, for your People, people are listening to this going, I use a fucking jewel, asshole. Just talk about the grand bounce. Um, you, you put the, the hole, not at the bottom like you would when you break out a beer, a beer bottle. Put it up about uh, midway. And then you put water in it, too. So there's like an inch of water in the bottom. Because then uh, when you take the cigarette out, you're going to have the, you cover up the hole and you shake it. And a lot of the heaviness of the cigarette smoke gets trapped into the water and you get a clean blast of hash smoke. Oh, there you go. Kind of like a bong. Right. Okay. So there's your fucking science moment of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mr. White. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, too much work, Cash. What a pain in the ass. Um, Uh, Hot nice. (laughs) So where are we in this song? The girls on the grass, summer, bring it on. Oh, at last. Yeah. Oh, this is. This this song is is an ode. This is an ode to that. 
vibe, that yeah. feeling. Well, and that's what it did to me. I didn't. I haven't thought about bottle tokes in years. But yeah. I listen to the song and I start to reminisce. I think about my silly teenage years of like you know running around chasing stuff at summertime. You that's know? right. Like trying to get high or get beer or do something and meet girls and yeah, that's all in this song. This is Yellow Days is a is a look back, man, and more color. We're back there with the that's color. Right. Here it is again. Now, I wonder if that's again like you know the the thinking of. A filter, you know the movie Traffic, how yeah. all the stuff in Mexico is yellow. You know, yeah. it's got like that yellow filter yep. on it. Uh, I, I wonder if that's sort of what the thinking here is: is that summer has that yellow filter? You know, so it when does. You, when you do reminisce about summer, it's brighter. Yeah, it's, well, you look back, you know, with uh, it's bright, like eight millimeter glasses. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's all <laughs> shot on a phone. Days of whiskey and cake, nights of make believe. Yeah, here we are with day, night, day, night. Days of whiskey and cake. Nights of make-believe. Days you don't believe. Nights of faith and flames. See? There's, I don't know. Maybe, you know, and it it's, could be something as simple as just like you get in you you get into cycles when you're writing. And maybe he was just on this thing where he's like, I'm feeling color right now. And just I'm going to you know incorporate that when I feel into the song. And he's just like happened to be writing about days and nights over and over again. But they permeate the album. And it, it's in a I great really way. I love it. I love it. Right in the middle, smack dab in the middle of the song is us still. Summer's always going, mm-hmm. turning everything Canada gray. Yeah. Again, a, you know, a color. Winter has that gray tone. Yeah. Summer has that yellow tone. And, um, man. Uh, but then, you know, there's something else going on bubbling under with this yeah. song. Oh, yeah. Well, there's the sad, because it's all, all of these memories of your young your youth summers of you know heightened romance and emotions and excitement you know there's everything was a 10 yeah everything was a 10 but the disappointments are crushing that's right i would take morphine and swim yeah oh yeah what did i say that's the you know i'll kill myself if you leave me i'll take morphine and swim if you take one more look at him ah those yellow days (laughs) (laughs) no i didn't read it that way but i love that Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah Oh man, I was I loved my sadness then. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um Yeah, days glowing, igniting, exploding into nights, nights I'm cold, I'm here, hold me closer to the day, days is in your blood, nights you've never dreamed, like bang, 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 day, night, day, night. I love that night's a blindfold. Mm. Like who other than Gordani would say something like that yeah. even, you know? Night's a blindfold. Ah, there's yellow day. And here we are, more night. Look at this, see? Here we go. Night is forgetting is the next song. Night is for getting. Not forgetting. Like I didn't forget the night. <laughs> but it is then. It comes a night. Yeah, it's bad as disregard. Another night. Spent up already. Yeah, to sleep off.
Like this is the most fun song on the album. I think so. And it's a really interesting dynamic yeah. between Yellow Days, which is, you know, sort of stonery yeah. and like from a musical perspective, slow and pedant not pedantic sounds yeah. bad, but you know what I'm saying. And yeah. then you get it's in this super chill. Here comes a nine. Yeah, right? Book, it's like a boogie rock album. Oh, it's ready to go. Yeah. 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 Um and this is like the celebration of that excitement, you know? Night is forgetting, yeah. Night is forgetting the beard, getting wasted, getting outside, getting together with people, getting for, it done. For dreaming the dream we are. Fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're talking about a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, again, you feel this this this, this longing for and, and celebrating the memory of these youthful experimentation periods and... You know, when you're really out there to just turn it up in the night, you know, like I was. And, and it felt huge and so great and exciting. Like my night forgetting now, like night is forgetting the kid to bed and trying to stay awake for more than half a movie. Right, <laughs> right. That's my night now. Big difference. Make, make it through a whole movie? Holy smokes. What a, what a, what a barn burner that is. <laughs> Jeez, oh, hush, hush, baby, hush. Yeah, and this and like this is the night that goes all the way. You run it till dawn, which I definitely did more than once. Dew drops on the luminous veil, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Another day. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh. Yeah. Night is forgetting until you say hush, baby, hush. Everything will turn out all right. Hush, baby, hush. Now all we really need is some quiet, quiet, quiet. And then here comes now, the day. Here comes the day. Yeah. Right. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah, and I, I didn't even shame on me, but I didn't even pick up on the forgetting. You know, mm-hmm. um, forgetting. That's uh, that's great. Yeah. Very good. Now, <laughs> you want to Google something and have no luck getting answers. Moon slow your lashes. Yeah, that's the one. song i think it's terrific i don't know what moon slow your lashes means even a little bit can you help me i i mean your is obviously the you know the yeah. it's, it's a it's a gordism because it's sure. got the year in there yeah yes definitely moon slow your lashes no yeah. i got no i, I have got no i have nothing, nothing. my no. eyelashes i think it's my eyelashes not like my whoosh, right lashes. yes yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> but yeah i don't know how to moon slow them like no. i 
and I, I Googled Moonslow as a term, like a, you know, a regional colloquialism. I, nothing. I got no. Nothing. I don't know. Maybe it's his word. I have no idea. But this is a quirky little jam. Yeah. Uh, kind of, I don't know, like reminds me of like the odds or something like that. Like it's got a, you know, neat little yeah, it's off-kilter uh, vibe, right? Bow, bow. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and the lyrics in this, this is the one where I'm like, they feel the most abstract to me. Um, but and, I don't know. I, yeah, I Does anybody know. have a beat on this one? It, it feels like it's, I feel like it's on the road again a bit. You know, I get, I get this vibe of being isolated from people because you're just traveling endlessly, you know, and, yeah. like, and the, you know, wanting to, he's thinking about his kids. I love, I love his, uh, uh, the way uh, we lands on that line that I just want, uh, I'm just going to want to hold and smell and touch my kids. That's uh, yeah. And, and I mean, that's great. <laughs> there's there's more alone and idling in a van. Where am I? Yeah, yeah. where I am rather. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that could be read either way. It, it scans <laughs> it scans both ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got no, I got nothing on it. It's a good, I want to know what the that word means. Moon slow, yeah. moon slow your lashes. Mm, maybe it's something that the kids would say. You know. I mean, is I mean, I get that it's like your eyes fluttering to, to go to sleep. Yes, please go to sleep, honey. Please go to sleep. So and then, because like, I feel like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's it. I, I think you just got it. The eyes fluttering as you're going to sleep. The moon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Slowing your lashes. Yes. Yes. Right. I'm into it. Yeah. No, I think that's so. Makes the most sense to me. Yeah, that's totally it. Let's say, hold Done. On <laughs> I'm going to sign the bottom of this, endorse it. <laughs> That's complete. Huh. How much of this about is about putting your kids to bed? This song is about putting your kids to bed. I think you're right. Look at this. So, so you get... <clears throat> Go on, little drunken astronauts. I mean, if your toddler isn't that, then uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to call them. <laughs> Go far straight... Forgiving and brief. Forget the hawks, jaguars, the knife lickers and creeps, you know? You yeah. Know, all that stuff, all that stuff from the day that either excited you or scared you out of your head. It's almost like a prayer, you know? And where I am, no one makes a sound, no one makes a peep, no one opens their mouth to speak. Move yeah. Your lashes. Go Fluttering above Holy your cheeks. Shit, that's what's above your kids to bed. Please go to sleep. Yeah, please go to sleep. Honey, oh my god! Oh, the constant sifting for material. The, the oh, the constantly in my head. Uh, oh, and an uncanny, and that are natural. Uh, taking everything to bed. All that. The, 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 the when I'm trying to put my daughter to sleep, my brain searching for the material to to, to soothe her to get That's her right. to calm down. Tell me another story or That's explain right. this to me. Why is this that? I'm like I don't know. I, I she wants me to tell her Spider Man stories all the time, but they can't be <laughs> scary. It's like no scary ones. I'm like so no villains really. No so, knife looking creeps. No, I have to just I have to make up all these stories about Spider Man baking cakes and uh, going to birthday <laughs> no, parties. Oh, that's so awesome. I know, but I'm like I'm like I uh, and I'm like and then uh, <laughs> it's hard. There's a lot of material you, you really got to come up with on the spot. And then and then she wants the story again. Tell me the one about uh, Gwen's birthday again. And then I have to remember it, because she does. <laughs> yes, moon slow your lashes. Put your kids to bed.
Beauty. See how we did that today? We did that's that right. together. That's nice. Oh, let's get sad again. <laughs> Retrace. an elephant's eye before we even left and when the party had died and as we drink the rest I retrace my Basketball court, the cold court has steps hanging on every word. Hearing everything you say is a retrace master. Beautiful song. Um, and is there is there more haunting chorus melody on the on the record? No, absolutely not. It's 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 yeah, it's gutsy. It's, it slaps you across the face. It's uh, yeah. it's really nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> really nice. And this for me, this is the uh, this is the reflection. This is this is painfully. Going over every detail of a failed romance or an ended oh, relationship wow. as he retraces my steps. It's like all these things that he, you know, it highs sure. out of, like remembering these great times, like retraces his steps through them. This, you know, the, the party where they were high as an elephant's eye, the snowy basketball course, the courthouse steps hanging on every word. Everything you say as I retrace my steps, I go through it still hanging on every word. I wear a lonely path. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna go over it and over it until it's gone. I retrace my my steps until no trace remains. Over oh, and over, man. over and over. And again, you know these themes what that are a, recurrent what a, what on a this prison. What an emotional prison. These themes that are recurrent. You've got night. You've got mm-hmm. looking backwards. Mm-hmm. We you got know? the snow again. You've got the snow again. Mm-hmm. Like, good God, this record is a time and place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Outstanding. I mean, I, for me, I don't. I don't know what else to say. I mean, that's what this is just a, an exercise in, in emotional <laughs> devastation. <laughs> total, total aside, but yeah. off offhand, the interest. One of the interesting things about this song is next time you're listening to it, 
the jangly guitar mm-hmm. that leads into highest and elephant stars. Mm-hmm. Um, when it hits, uh, like after, after eight bars, like at the very beginning, you can sing along the melody of, um, once upon a time, I felt so fine. Do the fucking job. Didn't you? Really? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's almost like a, a, the melody is hidden in that. Oh, that's cool. It's there. Neat. Maybe it's just in my head, but you got to listen to it and, uh, and check that out. Because huh. to me, every time I hear it, I sing it between the, I sing it between the courses, but I don't know the, <laughs> but I don't know the words well enough. Yeah. Uh, and I think back to the last time we did karaoke and oh, you did sure. that song and yeah, you just yeah, nailed it. Yeah. You uh, nailed yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like when people, if they was intentional, throw that shit in there. Yeah. I don't, I, I like, can't imagine it was, but it's sort of jangling. And it's, artist talk, Stephen Malkmus uh, on yeah. the uh, Face of Truth album. Uh, oh, so good. So I was good. made for loving you, baby. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pops in right there. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, like it kills is, I, oh man, I deeply, deeply love that. Well, that song. whole record is it's probably so good. Is, that's, I think that's my favorite of his solo yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, and it kills is definitely my favorite solo song of his. And yeah, it's just like this great fucking song that all of a sudden out of nowhere it starts yeah. doing that keyboard line. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it, it doesn't do it past that. It makes you go on your own like a jerk. Like when they would uh, haze people in high school football, they shave off one of your eyebrows, so you had to go home and shave the other one off yourself. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what that's what that is. That's what I metaphor for that. Sunrises with no sound. Broadcast only the required amount. Is it in souls the We see a small puff of smoke from far away. It's a great lake of pink and the rising sun dropping off something. A big freighter pink. Sun leaves the day now and broadcasts only entire amount as four apples watch a show. We look out and then we see some more. There's a lake of pink in the setting sun, dropping off something. Broadcast. Broadcast. Which, which, I mean, I know there's another song after this and pinned, but Broadcast feels like truly the cap on this album. I completely agree with you. And if you look at the um, the song layout on GordDowney.com, mm-hmm. the song layout is different. It goes pinned, retraced, broadcast. Interesting. And yet on the record, uh-huh. pin comes at the end. Uh-huh. So I'm not quite I, sure I like it with the way, sequencing. I, I'll get there that I like it this way. I, I do as well because it, it goes out on a very unique note. Yeah. A very unique note. Yeah. But this song does feel perfunctory. Like yeah. it feels 
the end, you know? Yeah. Like, it, well, because it's it feel, like it's the end of the broadcast day. Like, yeah. This idea that the sun and the moon are broadcasting there. And if, if day and fucking night again. Right? Yeah. It's all over this thing. Yeah. More uh, than any more than any hip record or or Gord solo record before. Like and I think that's why this worked. Is it is it a concept record? Like I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even know. Yeah, it could be. This would be the question if if you were still alive, I would love to ask yeah. him. Yeah. Um I love broadcast. It's beautiful. Just beautiful. And it's it's, it's a nice it soothes you out of the album. Uh, I'm just. I, I think we just talk about this and pinned at the same time. Sure, uh, if you don't mind. No, because pinned when pinned rolls in, pinned is. I, I think it's quite beautiful, but it it draws me right back to Coke Machine Glow. Like it's it's abstract. It is. It's, it's more. It's it's more of an odd piece than it is a song. It doesn't have a discernible chorus or anything like that. No. Right. It's just got this distorted, plinky, what? sort of pretty, sort of unsettling piano melody. Uh, and you know, distorted vocal. You know, you can see him vocal. hiding out on this yeah. on this via train, just uh, whispering into yeah. a recorder. You know, like he's whisper singing. Yeah. Um. So there's no there's no chance for uh, it to soar melodically the way some of the other work on the album does, and yet it's there. It's 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 nice, but it's um, but it just doesn't doesn't have the the punch of the rest of the record no and i think if pinned was within the flow of the album it would feel out of place but when you have this and where broadcast ends it nicely like it just we, we have to retrace and we get into that and it's like the end of our broadcast day basically um and this like this album that has been just fucking cooking along pretty much the whole time there's no fat on it no weak song no like it is flying and even though it's dealing with all these heavy emotions and heavy thoughts you've kind of had a good time and then broadcast is done and then there's that that little epilogue that just like reminds you of the sadness throughout this album it's just like don't forget that you know this album's all about looking back and, and you know retracing and not forgetting or trying to forget and this that, that little like tone that feel is just like do not forget the emotions that are flying yeah and these emotions yeah absolutely and, and that's why I really like that that's how it flows out so, it's a great time to do. a moment to reflect at the end you know? from a sequencing perspective it almost would have worked better though if broadcast is to the end and back in the days of CDs oh the hidden track <clears throat> pinned is the hidden track 100% yeah yes, you have to wait five minutes to hear it yeah, because yeah, or it's it, track 99 yeah. that's right or yeah, whatever yeah. you know like one of those cool little easter eggs yeah. that we used to love uh, absolutely yeah, um, there's a great one on uh, Nirvana's Nevermind that's right Endless and Nameless that's and that's what Pin sort of reminds Pin sort of reminds me of that for whatever sure. reason. Yeah. I don't know. Ministry Psalm sixty nine has a one out there too. It's, and it's just it's it's also just terrifying. It's a nightmare oh, screaming really? at you. <laughs> one of the weirdest ones I remember was Blind Melon did one on Soup, and it's at the beginning. You put the CD in, oh, and you, and you push back. rewind. Right, right. You had to hold rewind for yeah. like a minute and nine seconds or yeah. whatever, and then, yeah, and it was a new life, but just backwards. Right, right. Very weird. Super weird. Yeah. yeah. People do weird stuff. Yep. Yeah. But digital music has changed that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you can't hide things. Anymore. You're sort of That's stuck. You're sort of stuck with. Uh, yeah. But, but pinned <sighs> ends in a really neat way, um, with just like a soundscape. You know, yeah, uh, he stops yeah. singing and you can hear the, I'm guessing he's in, you know, the business class of the Via thing. And there's yeah. 
couple of people doing that Toronto to Kingston commute. Yeah. And they're talking about sales and they're talking yeah. about this and they're yeah. talking about that and you can't quite pick it up, but it's there and yeah. it feels like he stops the tape just as they're starting to get a little too yeah. in depth. Yeah. You know? And um and that's the end of the record. Yeah. And this is a fifty minute record. Mm. It's fifty minutes, but you, you nailed it. It breezes by. Oh yeah. You don't it, feel it feels short. All. It feels like a short album. Yeah. Um, I love this album. This is really, really good. Every song is solid. If we if we could have got more of this, um, you know, I, I would line up for it time and time again. Yeah. Uh, and I feel guilty that I didn't enjoy it at the time. Sure. You know, at the time and place. Yeah. Um. Because I, this would have been one that I would have stuck in the CD player and oh yeah, just let it play. Yeah, it's a great record, just great. What's your takeaway, Drake? Well, if I had to pick a song, yeah, um, which you're <laughs> you're making me do. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, right. it's, it's very hard. I think I would either take retraced, mm-hmm. retraced rather, or um. Oh, man. That's really hard. The third track. As a mover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, it's hard not to pick the East Wind because it's just a dominating song. Um, but I, I think I have to go with Moon Over Glenora. Oh, wow. I think so. For now. Or the Drowning Machine. <laughs> <laughs> or the Dances. Well, we can pick some. So here's the thing: I'm we can, saying "Moon Over Glenora" for my my playlist. "Moon Over Glenora." I think that our playlist at the end should just be hip songs. I think you're right. You know, well, just to keep it so we're not going to have you know because the, then we can Paul do a chord playlist there. too. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because it'll because <laughs> we've done it for the previous album. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. But so we'll we do have separate. to pick a song, but yeah, yeah. I think that we should keep yeah, yeah. them. Keep them. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Moon Over just, Glenora. All right. I will take. Uh, I'll take Retrace then. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been fun doing this yeah. again. Yeah. We'll be back uh, next month. Yeah. With and uh, first time ever back to back Gord albums. Well, I have a curveball to throw. Oh, again. fuck. What do you got? And um, I don't know. Should we do this on air? Yeah. What do you got? Okay. You freak me out, man. Well, I think that we should probably do. Um, um, what is it called? <laughs> Strippers Union. Oh fuck yeah! All right, I think yeah, we should do, do both of those records. One hundred percent. The second, the second Strippers Union record yeah, was yeah. two thousand eleven. Yeah, and uh, we do we do sort of an episode to yeah double down on those. Yeah, yeah and okay. you know so we, we won't go track by track, but no, we'll no, pick we'll, we'll pick some highlights yeah, and yeah. we'll talk about the band a little bit. Yeah, pick them apart. Yep. Um, go in. We can mm-hmm. each bring a handful of songs that we want to talk about, and we'll go yeah. from there. Wonderful. So, yeah. Strippers Union, you're cool yeah, with that? Yeah, I am. I absolutely. <laughs> All right. I love talking about anything to do with the odds. Or unions. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good union. <laughs> I'm in a union. It's nice. Oh. Yeah. I'm a union man. Do you, do you want a, a shout out here? Huh? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, <laughs> I had see local 873. There you go. Yeah. All right. It's a fine union. It's a fine union yeah. indeed. Yeah. All right, my man. Yeah. Well, this has been great fun <laughs> as always. Yeah. Pick up your shit. I will. <laughs> Fully and Completely is a modern superior podcast proudly sponsored by Long Slice Brewery. 
to rate, review, or subscribe to the show, visit Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or anywhere else you get podcasts. For more information about the show, our guests, or Jamie and Greg, please visit www.fullyincompletely.ca. To join our Facebook group, visit Facebook and search for Fully Incompletely. This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network.